that's that's all they want to do. All they want to do is just have fun. Yep. Yep. <laughs> all right, we're back. Um, episode episode five of Does It Hold Up? Uh, I'm here with my brother Matt, as always. How are you, Matt? I'm well, thank you, Jeff. Good, good. And we are talking about a movie actually that Matt, you and I have did not see when we were ch- children, but uh, no. it uh, was a a movie that uh, that was recommended to us uh, of the uh, feminine persuasion. I would say, uh, girls just want to have fun. Uh, is what we're talking it, about. Yeah, uh, yeah I, you know, I I thought. I, I was under the impression that girls, you know, would want like careers and fulfilling lives and, you know, right rights to their, their, you know, birth control rights, you know, things like that. But apparently they just want to have fun. Well, maybe they want, they want both. I think they want both. Do they? But, okay. They, but they, I guess they can have both. Well, birth control both. rights are fun. So let's, it's just, that's let's, true. That's um, true. All that stuff's fun. I guess it depends on your, your definition of fun. Yes. But th- so they just want to have fun and they want to have control of their own bodies. So, um, but that's what they want. So, um, as per usual, Matt, why don't you give us a synopsis of uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun movie from 1985? Oh, boy, the year of my birth. Um, wow. Okay. Well, I, I will I will do my best. Um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun is the um, story of a, a new girl in town played by Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, SJP. Uh, and she has started at a, a Catholic girls school in, uh, Chicago, which apparently is the dance TV capital of the world. Um, and her favorite show is a program called dance TV or DTV. Essentially, uh, I guess MTV, they could MTV was taken, so in this movie, it's DTV, and she's obsessed with it, and she wants to be on the show. And with the help of her plucky new friend, played by Oscar winner Helen Hunt, uh, she tries to make that dream come true. And that's and ju- and just have fun, and just have fun. So that's the movie. That's the movie. I, I agree. That that's we're that's done. A, that's a fair synopsis, and and uh, it. Uh... You know, we're gonna. Hold, I'm gonna hold my judgment on whether or not the this movie hold up, uh, only because um, I don't uh, know how to answer that. Yeah, do you not? I mean, my my um, <laughs> my wife is going to be listening to this with uh, with <laughs> with bated breath on whether or not I how we, I how I rule on on this one. We might. Well, we yeah, we might need her help at a certain point because I mean, I, I mean, I've got questions. Okay, well, let's dive into it. I mean, what do you what do you? Th- I mean, look, the cast. Okay. First okay, of all, well, the okay. cast. The cast is pretty good. I mean, from a just a yeah. overall perspective, but um, because we got Sarah That's Jessica true. Parker, we got Helen Hunt, we got a really young Shannon Doherty is in this movie. Um, Very young, yeah, yeah eleven, young. twelve years old. Uh, we've got a some child, of the like. consistent '80s characters. Uh, you know, people that we were in a ton of movies. I don't know their names. You probably know the names. The best friend uh, of the the main male character in this movie uh, is yep, Jonathan. There you go, Jonathan Silverman. Yeah, we know from uh, Weekend at Bernie's and looking like a uh, looking a lot like Michael Sarah in this movie. I thought, wow, yes, good it call. Really reminded me of Michael Sarah. <laughs> yes, early version of Michael Sarah. That is a great, yeah. great call. All right, so d- dive in. Ask, give me, throw me your questions, and I'm going to okay. do my best to answer. Not okay, well, right expert, out of the gate, but... this, 
this isn't this isn't a question, but I just I'm willing to bet that we both I hope that we have the very the same first note. Oh, I definitely do. I have it with an exclamation point. I think so. Do I? Can we? Can we? Should we say it at the same time? Let's try. I think we can. Okay, one, two, three. Nuns. Nuns. What oh, is it with yes. nuns? Nuns. 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 What right is out it? Of the gate. What is it in the 1980s and nuns, I, dude? When that nun appeared on the screen, I shit myself. I put big Legit. exclamation points. I don't get it. The, my you, first note. My first note is just nuns, all caps. I agree. Like three exclamation points. For yep. those of you who have not listened to any of the other previous episodes, go back and listen to them. But one thing that my brother Matt has brought to my attention is that for some reason. In the 1980s range, all filmmakers were obligated to put nuns into their movie, as if American society in the 80s were just regularly interacting with nuns, as if there was just... Overrun. I mean, yeah. <laughs> overrun. Yeah. They're everywhere, in every movie. The, the nuns are everywhere. They just... they. Yeah, they will not be confined to, to the church or, you know, whatever it is. That, where, do, where do they... I don't get it. What's it called? What's it called where the nun, where the nuns live? Nunneries. A nunnery. Well, it's a, a nunnery, nunnery oh, but it could okay. also be a convent. Is that is convent? That... Right. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah, they will not be confined to the convent. They, they, they. Uh, yeah, they're just about in regular society. I don't get it. I, I don't get what the fascination is in the eighties with nuns. It is. This is becoming a theme. It's, yeah, I was like, I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Maybe it's um, maybe it's that the film directors of this era are, are of a certain age that they all grew up in yeah. going to Catholic schools or schools that had nuns as teachers, and so for yes. them, they just always associate childhood and these types of experiences with nuns. But to the yeah. modern viewer, it is just kind of mind-boggling i have not seen a nun in a regular american society ever ever, no, ever no. in 40 years no, of my I, life have you have you ever seen if this? i did it would be if i did it would be noteworthy i'd be like dude today i, I was at the mall and i saw a nun there was a nun yes. habit buying balloons what was yeah where did they it come crazy. from are they on vacation do nuns vacation uh, yeah i mean maybe it's because you and i grew up in florida I, and there's not a lot of yeah. like old world catholic type things and everyone comes here to retire so maybe we're just not exposed to the, what everyone else in america deals with every yeah. day which is running i think into you're nuns. i think you're right though in that i think it was you know a generational thing of People, you know, growing up and going to Catholic school and the nuns were maybe a more prominent fixture in their lives and uh, were also kind of maybe like, I don't know, a symbol of purity or something that was easy to kind of, oh, we'll just have a, have a nun there. You know, it's just kind of one of those type deals. But um, there's also, you know, it's a pre-sister act world before Whoopi made nuns cool. So, right. That's true. You know. and, and then but then I also yeah. feel like once sister act was created. And and it was like an overload of nuns because now it you know Sister Act was it's nuns everywhere right Sister Act two yeah. back in the habit you know all America, the puns we, all the nun puns all the nun puns were just completely oh, used no up more in nun those puns. Two. yep they were completely used up in those two yep. movies it stopped from that point on it was like yeah Sister no. Act two happened and then no more nuns you're done they you were know. just get get back to the nunnery we. We have no more use for you. We've exposed you you enough. It is no longer relevant. But not only, but so yes, you and I. First note: 
right out of the gate, nuns, exclamation point. And then I went back to my first note to add a second point, which is, and I'm curious if you put it down too, which it was something that a nun did in this movie, which was quite great and hysterical, was a Uh, nun performed... Oh, a, doing you mean the part where the nun is on a pommel horse pommel doing gymnastics? Horse doing gymnastics. Yes. yes. I yes, mean, of course, of course, pommel horses on here 100%. I mean, come on. I it, it, none look, on pommel horse, yeah. None on pommel horse is the first thing written down and I'm like <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I was like, "Way to go, movie. Go for it." Like that yeah. that's, you know, as you and I have talked about, don't leave any stone unturned. That is a stone thoroughly turned. Because they just oh, yeah. were like, That's... yeah, put that nun on a male, uh, by the way, on a male gymnastic discipline. <laughs> that, that is not a female discipline, the Palma horse, for many well, different yeah. reasons. But <laughs> because it takes a significant amount of upper body strength. But this very petite nun just hikes up her, her habit and I mean, gets up there it, and does a, does a routine. It does a good job of illustrating the tone that we're working with here. I think if there's a nun on a pommel horse, that's pretty much all you need to know about this movie. I think to get a sense of what it's like. Yes, um, I think they they, yeah. they thoroughly uh, explored every avenue they could in this movie. I think I I my a big question I have is is the the appeal of this show that apparently is just the hottest thing in. America, I guess, DTV. or at least in Chicago, DTV, which is essentially, as far as I can tell, just teens dancing on a like really bizarre set that looks like a dystopian like factory or something. Like yes. it's, it, it's like it, it looks like they they didn't have time to make a set and they're just like, oh, um, okay, well, just we got an empty factory, let's just go shoot there. It's um, it yeah. doesn't seem. It's not colorful. It's very drab. It's like something out of Metropolis. Like yes. it's not. It's very drab. Well, and I so and this is where I think maybe you and I's age we're not old enough to yeah. re- maybe recognize that that being a classic '80s kind of visual. I I, I agree with you. I was kind of like, wow, this doesn't feel very uh, you know, I need my MTV the- type view, you know, type of thing. But uh, yeah. but but again, I'm I. I was born in 83, you were born in 85, so we were much too young to remember the 80s yeah. as as they were. Um sure. but you know, I agree. I thought, you know, the DTV was was thing. I do think that this movie um I think the uh the 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 characters, I thought Helen Hunt was really good. I thought I thought She's Sarah great. Jessica yeah, Parker was was really good. I I She's thought adorable. Yeah, I thought you know, honestly from for a movie um, I thought it was enjoyable. I I I think the yeah. premise is is uh cute enough. Like it's not yeah. by definition not trying to be more serious. So you're you're kind of going into it going like yes, girls just want to have fun. So it's like you're not looking for anything inspired to be by the song. Inspi- is the movie inspired by the song? I'm assuming. I don't know. I I didn't do any I, research on this. Uh, which know. I'm not. I'm aware, like I'm aware of that song, but I don't know the lyrics. Does it tell a story that is it like? Because it seems to be, um, according to the uh, um, Wikipedia, it, it is as it is inspired by the song. Yeah, it must be, but I don't know that. 
I mean, I'm not, are the lyrics yeah. of girls just want to have fun? Like, do they tell a story? I don't think they tell a story. I think it's yeah. just girls just want to have fun, right? And and I have to say, the filmmaker showed incredible restraint because that song was not played until like 40 minutes into the movie. Yes, I was, agree. Which is kind of interesting. I agree. Um, well, hey, look, you know, they're going subtlety. You know, they just want to yeah. slip it in. Maybe you didn't catch the, the, the fact that the song and the and the title of the movie match. Uh, who knows? Right. Um, yeah, I, I agree though. And this, I actually, it was surprisingly enjoyable to watch. I found, um, and even though it does not, it's not necessarily nostalgic for me. I, it, it, you know, I could see, I could see how it would appeal to young people, especially like young girls. So I can understand why this would be a movie that young girls really liked. And, and I, yeah. And I, I, I really liked, it was fun seeing Sarah Jessica Parker and especially Helen Hunt, who's, whose fashion in this movie is wild. Oh, it's like, great. She is. I mean, it's, she's like, I mean, so many bold looks in this movie at one point, it took me embarrassingly long to realize that she has plastic dinosaurs in her hair. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't notice that. Are you, you serious? Didn't even, uh, yeah, it took me. I was, and and she had been wearing them for quite some time, and then suddenly I went, "Wait a second, she has dinosaurs in her hair." Yeah, she got two like stegosauruses on her head <laughs> when they're like first when they're baby. Oh, when they're babysitting, and because they're so wrapped up in DTV, they abandon the child, and he's. Sitting in a pizza, sitting in a pizza which yeah. was very upsetting. Oh, I, I don't I like that. Those are people who know me. How 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 much oh. I don't like grease at all. Like I, you know, and this is you know this. This is from family yeah. car rides with with our father, where we would get McDonald's sure. and have to sit in an eight hour car ride with greasy McDonald's sure. freaking biscuit crumbs all over me. I have been just absolutely ruined about grease so watching this kid sit in a greasy pizza and just kinda, very triggering oh you. my god yeah i i had to walk away at that point and just kind of yeah stare was, at a wall a, yeah yeah it was yeah very upsetting um but uh but yeah no she, but she's great and i thought yeah she and I, I was reading doing a little research and i guess she like it was kind of her idea to do a lot of that, the the fashion stuff, or the, the, a lot of the outfits were her idea, which is kind of cool. She like, you know, so that was I, that that was fun. I thought um, the male lead I didn't find particularly winning personally. I did find him kind of disturbingly hairy. Yeah, he does have a Teen Wolf. He, he, he does have like, a Teen Wolf kind of feel to him. Yeah, but um, I mean, he was fine. I think he was clearly. He was clearly like a real dancer, so I think he was cast more for his dancing as a, you know, as opposed to his acting ability. See, really, but, um, because you know, I, I, you, I, I don't know. Was he a real? He dancer? was. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Well, no, I he mean, wasn't he's, bad, but he, I didn't think he was anywhere close to what the other, the other. I mean, well, they had real dancers just, on that movie, obviously. That definitely, were the, but but they he did a few moves that were I thought kind of uh, that indicative, seemed like pro moves. Yeah. All right. Well, but, um, I, I think. Look, I I thought, uh, you know, yeah. So I mean, I also thought that the main uh, villain, Natalie, in this was was also particularly good. I thought, yeah, from just being a bad like a villain. Like I think the part that yeah. character, there were moments where I was like, oh, like when she calls in as Sister Natalie, which yes, which Ooh. which was I was genuinely like, oh, that's a 
that's a oh like damn absolute like, yeah. bad that's a move right there to do that but yeah, then i'm like geez. and she not only that but she did it so blatantly because she used her own name she didn't even say it was oh, sister which by the way you know if we're going to go down the nun theme, they don't have names like Natalie. It's sister, like and they're <laughs> saints, like sister Mary or sister Ignatius or sister, yeah. whatever. It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not Natalie. And so it was like, yeah. but it was not only that she did it, but she did it with like telling them that she did it, which was like yeah. sister Natalie. Like, I'm going to let you know that I'm the one that called this in. It was an yeah, extra special was, villain move uh, in my book. Stone cold. Yeah, stone cold move. Um, yeah, no, I, I I like Natalie too. I think my she had maybe my favorite line in the movie when she said, uh, "Decisions are the worst." Okay, so do you like, do you get like I'm, that? This line. is great. Lexi is gonna love you for this. My, Lexi's my wife. <laughs> she is gonna love you for this because she specifically <laughs> made me wanted me to bring this up to you and point it out to you. Okay. <laughs> there is an homage to that exact comment in a movie from the 1990s that Ooh. was done and it had really? it had uh I'm, I'm not going to give the main female character it well i'm I, uh has alicia silverstone and paul rudd okay. in it oh yeah what could that be right she <laughs> stands in front of her own closet alicia silverstone uh-huh. in clueless and says what? decisions are the worst it is the exact ha. same line, and it must be a reference back to "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." I'm I would sure have to it say. is. Yeah, but yes, that is the one of the very lines that my wife told me to bring up to you, uh, which That's is to make to point I, that out. So the fact that you caught it on your own, <laughs> kudos to you, my friend. I just like that line. But yeah, I had no idea it was a clueless reference. That That's great. Yeah. So uh, the other thing is, as I was re- writing this down, and you know, they're initially starting to do their dance uh, training. Uh, before the show, mm-hmm. Janie, the Sarah Jessica Parker's character, and uh, I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, I want to call him Billy. Jeff. Jeff. That's right, Jeff. <laughs> I wrote it even down. Jeff, my own name. Yeah. That's uh, wow. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, my entire life has been this way. Uh, my, Jeff is a very oh. forgettable name, even to the people who have the name Jeff. So, um, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Janie, and Jeff. Uh, yeah, you know, I wrote down. Uh, dirty dancing esque at the beginning because you know mm. uh, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey's uh, you know characters in that movie hate each other for the first half of the movie and and then they you know through dance fall in love with each other and so I'm writing this down and then Lexi tells me this actually happened this movie was before Dirty Dancing and I didn't it, yeah, realize did. that and so I was like oh wow they're they're actually referencing this movie m- maybe yeah I and I gotta say mentioning you mentioned Dirty Dancing which I have seen. At one point, I wrote, I already like this better than Dirty Dancing. And I was only like maybe 20 minutes in. And I do. like. I have to say, Dirty Dancing is a movie that I feel like took itself Tread way carefully too here. Tread carefully here. Okay. Well, all right, well I, will, I will only say that I appreciated this movie's tone and that it was – I mean, I guess it's appropriate to the title that it was more fun. But Dirty Dancing was a little melodramatic, I, thought, I felt. And oh, no. It took itself a little too seriously. Yes, it does. And and we don't need to get into the Dirty Dancing, but there's all tons of stuff in Dirty Dancing that's like, you're just like, you know. There's we'll, get whole, a lot of, we'll get a lot of calls. Yeah, we, abortion. We yes, we will. All the, yeah. all the stuff about Dirty Dancing, there's, there's a whole list of it. Um, but then, so Janie and Jeff, uh, they're, 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 they're working through things. Um, they're trying to get their dance. Uh, choreography down for the big uh big dance show and um and 
sister Natalie, Natalie the villain, ends up yep. calling in and and alerting Janie's parents to the to the dance practice that she's sneaking out for, or skipping choir practice for, and uh, yep. Helen Hunt and Janie decide to get back at Natalie by mm-hmm. passing out invitations to Natalie's debutante ball at the country club to every, presumably every rocker punk person of any age mm. in all of town. And yeah, I, I wrote down, I'm like, these are all like 35 year old people that are like deciding to go to, to crash this debt 16 year olds, debutante ball and i mean i just was like but again it's it goes down to the fun thing it's just no stone unturned and they don't and they sell it man when they come in and they blow that thing up by jumping through a window to start oh yeah i mean i was like again at first you're like this premise is not gonna work because i'm just like if these are 30 year olds and whatever but they do it so well and the enjoyment of Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt and watching this happen and that whole interaction, by the end of it, you're just you're literally just enjoying it because you're just like if that had happened as a child and you were the kid having that happen against your worst enemy, you would just be equally as excited and finding it funny. I mean, it was just I thought they captured the the feel of that so well that the absurdity of all these 30-year-olds crashing a debutante ball was kind of faded into the background for me. I don't know. How did you feel? Yeah, that, yeah, I enjoyed that sequence. I thought it was... Um, I, I did notice there's a little cameo there, which is like... And I have to say, it was only because I was looking for it because we, we had checked out the cast list before and we saw uh, a certain actor who's very famous now listed uncredited in the, the, the credits and at one point, I finally spotted him because it was during the, the scene where they were crashing, the, the scene where the punks are crashing the debutante ball. And at one point, one of the punks like pulls a one of the like the uh, the tablecloths off yes, the table. Yes, I, I wrote this tricks. down. I was like, did they invite and then, magicians? And then somebody jumps up from under the table, and who is that person? But Robert Downey Jr. I totally missed that. I, I knew yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Quick. I forgot to look for him, but. Yeah. I, I, find I was it, looking and, for him the whole time. Okay, well, I found it funny because like I spot, spot the spot the Downey Junior. Yeah, that whole sequence is is probably the the one the the, the punk rock crashing of the debutante ball is probably the one sequence where there's so many kind of odd things that are happening and yeah. and but I think it's because they're just like let it go crazy and you know it's supposed yeah. to you know because um, the band I, that I was, was mostly... playing was Grateful Dudes. And, um, right. you know, it was just, there was a lot of stuff in there that was kind of odd. Yeah. I was, um, the sequence that really kind of baffled me and just was kind of, I was a highlight was the audition for the audition sequence for the, uh, the show, because the premise is that they're, they're auditioning to get on this deep, this dance TV show right. and they hold this audition in the, in, on like this soccer field or something. And it is complete chaos like it is i have never seen a more poorly run audition process in my life uh it is just i it i mean there's just a, 
And the fact that, you know, there's just a ton of dancers just on the stage. There's no order to it whatsoever. The Jeff is like, he is flying off of poles. He's been crashing through walls and, <laughs> and like these, and also these male dancers are flinging the, the women so violently. They were like, like so violently. I, I was very shocked by that. Um, and the, and the judge was uh, popping pills the whole time. All the time. And, I mean, that was, I was, that whole sequence was like the highlight of the movie for me. I was just like, this is insane. Yeah. Well, and, and, and yeah, you're correct. There is none. And when they go to get their, their, uh, numbers, I don't know if you notice, like they don't even sign in. There's no signing in of anything. It's like, like someone just goes, here's a number, run off, you know? And it's like, I'm like, well, how the hell do they know who's who? I mean, like these numbers, like, and I still don't like, how did they know who won? I don't even like, yeah, it was was just kind of random chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also thought that one of the odd kind of moments, and this is where I think the 80s, you see some of these movies where the 80s, uh, you know, the times, they don't age well, certain scenes in this movie that uh, I thought it was kind of where where um, the best friend uh, of Jeff uh, hits on a girl at the dance tryout. Oh, God. And it ends okay. up being Jeff's younger sister, who's like 11, right? Yeah, and Jeff's reaction in this is he thinks it's hysterical, and I'm sitting here going yeah. like, "That's your sister!" Like, I know that is like I the op- his reaction is the opposite of like a big brother's typical reaction in every other film I've ever done, being very protective. He sees his little sister yeah. going out there getting hit on by his best friend. Now I get that it's kind of comical that the what happened, but his reaction was a little too gleeful. I was like, "You're finding this a little yeah. too funny here." Right? Or am I, I wrong? I agree. Okay. I agree. Um, I was going to say, I thought when you mentioned Jonathan Silverman um, hitting on girls, because that's just kind of. Oh, what well, he the does tune in Tokyo. Oh, okay. Well, you said yes. Tune in Tokyo. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Tune in Tokyo. What the fuck is that? Like, that is like legit. It's legit sexual assault. It is um, legitimate sexual assault. I mean, I was. That was nuts. I was like, "Whoa!" Yes, I mean, right? Not I only can't even. I just there is speechless. no no. He he sets it up. He knows what he's doing. It's all premeditated. You can tell. Like, there's no. Yeah, it is <laughs> legitimate sexual assault of uh, you know of what the fullest in order. the world did he think that did he like who who what woman responds to that what woman would go oh wow wow this, that was this, great. You, you're you're a real you're a real jokester yeah he's, i he's, need to marry you he's, yeah like, he's, what the fuck is that yeah he was yeah that 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 scene doesn't doesn't hold up at all it doesn't hold up one bit um <sighs> you know but anyways uh the teen dance clubs I, I just thought the movie again by the second half of the movie after i got through about half I just stopped writing notes because I just was kind of yeah. like enjoying the movie. It it the pace is good. There's no slow parts. There's no parts where yeah, you're it like by. right. You're, there's no parts in the movie where I'm like, okay, I don't really, I don't care what's going on here. Just get to the yeah, next I, part. It was all pretty yeah. good. I thought. What do you think about Janie's father? Okay, well, this is a you know again, all the archetypes are accounted for in this movie. And least not least of which is the the domineering father who is, you know, opposed to, I guess, you know, who hates dancing or like, I guess he's not necessarily anti-dance, but he's very 
very um, strict. He's a like military. He's basically like Robert. He's like Duvall and the Great Santini, but without the you know the violence. Uh, but he's like you know I, at one point he because uh, they're new in town. He says to Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, I'm not letting you go around the city until I've done a little reconnaissance. Right, which yeah. I felt was a little overkill. Yeah, and and but, um, yeah, he he he's anti letting her go outside. Basically, is yeah. what it seems like because it's not it's not specifically dance, it's not gymnastics. He even yeah. says that it's he- healthy competition would be good. Sure. maybe he is anti good for the soul. Yeah, he he, good for the soul. He said he. She, Which she, I was like, really? Well, yeah. Do you remember when she asked? He she presents it as a competition, and he just lights yeah. up. He's like, "Oh, competition! That's right. great. It's good for the soul." But then when she says it's for dance he like shuts it down so maybe he is anti-dance i don't know what in the 80s was everyone anti-dance because there's a lot of that too because there's a lot of like footloose and like grown-ups yeah grown-ups are anti-dance that um, just seems crazy because they that generation before I, they danced the shit out of some stuff man they, it dances it's everywhere. True. as you remember it this is, is the first dance movie that 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 ever came out as i told you those last i week. guess those those parents were like the bullies in 50s movies I guess they didn't dance and they grew to hate dance because all the, the cool, you know, uh, you know, what, what, what are they like? All the beatnik kids were dancing. And so maybe that's where that came from. But um, I did also like another lesson I learned <clears throat> from this movie that I think I think Shannon Doherty's character uh, informs us is how the, how the hierarchy of cool works. And which is that punk is not as cool as new wave, but it's a lot better than preteen, which I found uh, informative a lot better than what pre-teen? a lot better than preteen which okay, i but i didn't is preteen a I, I, it's not a style of music that i'm aware of right i, I, I know I, that's where i'm that's where i'm getting at like, i was confused i was a little confused by that yeah, yeah i agree it's like it's not as good as new wave but it's better than preteen i'm like okay well that that one confused me because i was like i, I get yeah. the Brett, the new wave and the punk thing but like when she said preteen i was kind of like i don't recognize that type of music but um, again, but they just want to have fun, Matt. They, they yeah. They just they like just, we need to stop analyzing it. They just want to have fun, and us they sitting just here picking apart I mean, is gonna is or, not fun. Yeah, they like an example of that is when they're at the the debutante ball or at some kind of party, and Helen Hunt says some lady was leaning over to get some shrimp, and I looked down her dress. This is a great party, like in that with that kind of pacing of dialogue, like just. This is a great like I, I looked down a lady's dress. This is a great party. Yeah, and I think I don't know. I was I that was confusing. Well, yeah, there's a lot of confusing parts of it, but I think I, again, I think that if we overthink, we're it, not girls. We're not girls. We're not girls, and I also think that, and we don't. We don't, and we just don't want to. We don't want to have fun. This movie, should, you know, if it if the movie had been called, you know, boys just want to drive trucks, you know, <laughs> I would have been all down for it, right, bro? Truck boys, right, just, bro? He, right, bro? Boys just want to drive trucks. What? Boys just want to drive trucks, man, or like boys just want to want to make bombs, or boys just want to shoot bazookas. I'm I'm there for that, right, bro? Yeah, right, bro. Boys just want to have trucks. Sounds like something from like Middle Appalachia in the 1940s. <laughs> it's like yeah. with some you know jug music and banjos. Um, again, I want I'm, I know I'm harping on it, but I think that the the pacing of this movie alleviates yeah. a lot of the problems with the dialogue at times um but yeah. i i gotta say that my wife quotes this movie more than any other movie and i didn't realize it until really? i watched this i mean there are so many lines that she that she pulls out i mean can we 
can we have her like uh, can can she tell us what it is about the movie that endures for her that is so that makes it such a classic let me see if she's available hold on how and how it affected her hold on one second let me see hello okay so i as a as a lifelong fan of this movie i and and as a girl you know, I, I feel like we need the female perspective here. So I was I was wondering if you could just explain to us what it is about Girls Just Want to Have Fun that, that you know, uh, affected you so deeply. Well, I love to dance is the first thing I'd like to say to that, <laughs> to quote Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, I think I think for me, obviously, it's very nostalgic to watch it again. Um, but it's also just like so Fun. And at the end of it, you just are happy and want to dance around in your living room. And yeah, I I agree. I I was uh, I was I was dancing around in my living room at the end. I'm not going to lie. I knew you would. So um, I yeah, it it has that it has that effect. <laughs> um, you know, I don't think it's that it's it's obviously not a profound or deep movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, it, no, I no, I, and I enjoyed it. I actually, I did. I was not. Um, I really knew nothing about this movie. I knew nothing about what it was, what the plot or anything. Um, not that there is one, but I, hey. I, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, no, no, but I, I enjoyed it, and it, it went down. It went down surprisingly smooth. I feel. Like, I will say. I feel like also for the time frame of 1985, to me, like mm. it always was a DTV was a reference to MTV. And all the right. nonsense that was going on in the early 80s uh, or yeah. mid 80s, I guess, really, on MTV. So, I mean, I think it was kind of like not poking fun of that, but definitely referencing that. Yeah. You know, and some of the VJs they would have on and all that. That's like the character that Helen Hunt eventually becomes at the end, right? That's a very like. That's right. She does. She becomes like a, like a VJ on, yeah, on from DC. M- That's yeah, on MTV. Um, yeah, so I don't know, like, I wished it was real. And I wanted to go to Chicago. And I wanted to audition. And I wanted to be yeah. part of DTV. You also wanted a boyfriend. That would... Oh, hell yeah. And I wanted a boyfriend who would dance with a me in a park. Named Jeff. Oh, I know. A Isn't that amazing? Jeff. I got one part. All your dreams came. Tr- I mean, half of your dreams came true. Half of my dreams came true. You're right. I was waiting to find a Jeff. That's truly why I married him. It, it took a while to find one. But you know, then it's stuck. But no, I wanted somebody to dance in the park and do flips off of tree branches is with he, me. Is is he as 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 dashing as as the Jeff in the movie though? Oh, he's so much more dashing. Really? Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, except for the tune in Tokyo, which does yeah, not hold we, up at all. Can, can you can you explain tune in Tokyo? I mean, uh, me too. I don't know. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, bad. And what's his name? Silverman. What's his first name? Jonathan Silverman, Jonathan Silverman should be ashamed. I was yeah, even I was years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that for sure does not hold up. But I feel like the rest of it does. Yeah. yeah yes. I I agree. It it it. You know, especially as a movie of that time, it it. You know, it was it's fun. It. I was convinced. They they convinced me that girls just want to have fun. I I I Bo- believe them. Just you know, boys can just want to have fun too. I you know I. I mean, can we change the name to girls and boys just want to have fun? I think, was that, I think if that, it was... Well, but we don't want to be... But that's, you know, we don't want to... I guess we don't want to assign labels. Maybe just yeah. make it people just want to have fun. I agree. Can humans, we just call it people just want to have fun? Yeah, people just want to have fun. Humans just want to have fun. Go. Both seem very appropriate. 
Yeah, because it shouldn't be girls only. Yeah. We I should agree. have uh, Cindy Lauper really change her, her uh, title of her song, too. Yeah. Could do a total redo. Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, thanks for well, thank calling for, me in. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for chiming in. We, you know, and, and thank you for recommending this movie because it was a joy to watch. Yay, good. And, uh, and changed my life. As it should. Any other response would be very inappropriate, Matt. So thank you for that. So that was good. So that was nice getting the the, the female perspective. I feel like uh, I feel like when we do these movies, it, it's important to to get that because I mean we can speak about you know our our boy movies all day, right, bro? Right, bro. Yeah. No, I I think <laughs> I I think uh, I think it's good to get. I mean, my wife loves. I mean, Lexi loves that movie. I mean, that is one of the yeah. movies that she constantly references as being like the classic kid movie that she kind of grew up watching. And um, yeah, and uh, you heard it straight from her voice on what what she loved about that movie. So I mean, it's uh, yeah. Uh, but I, I again, I I really enjoyed the movie. I mean, it wasn't the first time for me seeing it. I know it was the first time for you seeing it. it I had. She had made me watch that more than once uh, already, so I kind of knew what was coming uh, beforehand. But uh, you know, on the rewatch, it it it's a genuinely good movie. Although it got yeah. bad reviews at the at the, at the onset, it looks like uh, when it came out. So um, yeah, I'm a little surprised by that, but maybe they were going in expecting it, to see something a little bit more deep. And uh, well, but it 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 uh, yeah, I guess it's gone on to be sort of a cult movie for uh the fans out there who grew up uh you know dancing in their living room it may have it may have aged well because of um you know maybe in the moment the characters were a little over the top in the moment that it didn't feel real but given 40 years of distance the caricature of it is kind of more fun because it's yes do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need. It's, I, I'm it, not living in it, so the reality of it doesn't really matter if it's accurate or not. It's more like, yeah, that's a, the, a feeling. The '80sness of it is like charming now. Like, it's like right. a charming artifact of the '80s that's very much of its time and kind of uh, and kind of ticks all the boxes of what you expect from a movie from that time. And and you know, ex, you know, barring the tune in Tokyo, right. holds up. <laughs> And uh, and is uh, very uh, enjoyable. Yeah, I think it's something like you know, if you look at the early '90s or mid '90s movies, you see some of the inner city movies that that you could watch, and there are movies that probably then, when you when you see some of the the dialogue and and what they were wearing uh, in the moment, uh, didn't probably pass the smell test in in, in reality. Yeah. But twenty years later, thirty years later, when you know, you're kind of removed from what it actually sounds like. It's close enough that you kind of accept it and move on. And and like you said, it's charming to see the to to yeah. see the eightiesness of it. One last thing I wanted to point out is like the did you catch that the announcer for some reason the show's in Chicago, but the announcer's Australian or I I did he's something, yeah. I was like, what is this accent? Uh, yeah, I was very I was very confused by that. Um, yeah, it's like I don't really get why he's like it was kind of weird that you have an Australian uh, announcer, but I guess maybe there's just just a reference to like uh, I don't know lifestyles of the rich and famous. I mean, I, to, Ro- I, to Robin Leach. Yeah, I mean it's just kind of yeah. an odd thing. Um, but yeah, uh, I 
I was confused by that. I did. I, there was one part that I wanted to bring it back to the nuns when um, when they're uh, uh, having their practice in choir practice, and the nun it, it makes the um, tells the, the the class to sing sing the song like an American. Yes. I found that was it was Amazing <laughs> Grace and sing it like an yeah, American. That's yeah. right, and sing it like an American. That exactly. was, that was pretty yeah. Nothing more Catholic than American. Um, I. <laughs> I also the last thing is that I do what I was very happy about, and this happens a lot in movies that frustrates me, is that, and this did not happen with this movie, is that the ending sequence where you have, and, and this happens in sports movies, it happens in any th- type of movie where there's a competition, where there's one side versus the other, and there's got to be a decision made, right? And what happens yeah. is, is you get to that end climactic scene, and the climactic move by the winning person, couple, team, whatever, mm. never seems, oftentimes doesn't actually live up to what a climactic thing it should be, other than it, you're being told right. that it should be climactic. And so right. what I really loved about the end of this movie was that the last move that the evil villain Natalie performs with her partner is actually a mm. very impressive move in which they push her up over their head and she's in this split and then they flip her down and it's a it's an amazing move one that like you're like wow that was how are they going to beat that i mean that was an incredible thing and so yeah you know what could happen sometimes is then they show the winning move and the winning move's not as good and you're just like but you're told that it was better but they go sarah jessica parker looks her partner jeff right in the eye and says let's do it and they do simultaneous backhands well they don't i'm sure they're extra that you know the stunt doubles did it but they do these flips and a triple layout in unison and at the end of which i'm like yeah clearly you're better yes yeah you know only thing that was funny though is that they cut to the judges and the judges are look like they're grading a math test and they're just staring at their was, you know and i'm like as if there was a question but i'm like clearly they won um and uh so i was very happy that they made it very clear at the end that 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 was the climactic winner clearly and there was no like i have to believe that they were better even though that they demonstrably were not right it felt yeah very legitimate yeah exactly yeah i agree all right so we're both on a yeah, I think, we're uh, both on a hold up yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and you know even though like i said we don't necessarily have any nostalgia connection to it uh i would say just objectively, as like an '80s movie, uh, I would say it, it holds up. I agree. Well, good. Yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, what are we gonna do next week? We gotta. We gotta select right. it. So here's the random drawing of what our next movie is. Let's go with. Are, oh, well, are we doing '80s or '90s? We just did '80s. So let's. Yeah, let's let's do a '90s. All right, so '90s list. We're gonna go with number. 42. 42. Oh, this is a big one. And I don't know if we want to save this for, for the holiday, but uh, it's uh, 42 is Independence Day. Oh, wow, that's a good movie. That's a big one. Or at least I remember it being a good movie. Um, I Yeah, that's the thing, is because I remember being the coolest movie I'd ever seen up to my life at that point. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say let's go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and okay. do it. Honestly, just so you know, Matt, I'm going to say let's do it because I don't know when these are going to come out. So I could, and 
So I can just let it come out on the fourth. So it, sure. it is. Yeah, that's so true. It could that's be true. We have. Con- I guess we have control over that. Yeah. Now. So okay. we'll do Independence Day, and I'm equally uh, nice. interested to see how it plays out because now with the whole Will Smith thing, right. seeing how how I react to him and all right. that, and you know, is Bill Pullman still alive? I think he's still alive. Right? Yeah. He's still Bill alive. Paxson's the one yeah. who 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 died yes, recently. Yes. Okay. That's right. Um, uh, yeah. No. So I'm super excited about <laughs> that. That's great. That's a good one. I'm. <laughs> Oh yeah, Independence Day. All right, one of the big movies of our youth. Yeah. Yes, that would have been what ninety seven, ninety six, ninety seven. That's got to be. Yeah. I think. Yeah, ninety six. Yeah. Ninety six. All right. So, all right. So the next one's going to be Independence Day. Matt, as right. always, good talking to you about uh, about girls just want to have fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and just you know, go. go uh, just, just don't, don't stop. Just don't stop dancing. Okay, just keep dancing and keep having fun, and that's uh, that's my message to people out there. Just, just keep on having fun. Okay. That's all everybody wants to do is just to have fun. That's what Janie and Jeff would want us all to do. So let's uh, let's just that's keep good. dancing and uh, keep it alive. And we'll uh, we'll uh, keep going from there. All right, Matt. I'll, until next time, okay. I'll talk to you.